Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Peak Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, my man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Can't complain. We're on the road to WrestleMania, but before that, we have Fastlane, uh, a pay-per-view network event that I know you're very highly anticipating, Graham, every year on the calendar of Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, man. I feel like I spend a half an hour every single year right here on the show talking about how painfully pointless this fucking pay-per-view is, and Elimination Chamber is no exception, but Fastlane especially is such a waste considering we're so close to WrestleMania. Exactly. And plus, you know, nowadays we don't call it a pay-per-view like that. We call it a network event, a network uh, a network special, but uh, neither here or there. Fastlane this Sunday, the last show before we get to WrestleMania next month at MetLife Stadium. We got eight matches total on the card, one being on the pre-show, which is Rey Mysterio and Andrade for probably the 10th time. Um... Just a regular one-on-one match, Rey Mysterio, Andrade. Who do you got, Graham? Doesn't really matter who wins here, I would say. I'm slightly disappointed that it's not happening in the opener of WrestleMania for the U.S. Championship. I mean, they could always clash again at WrestleMania in some sort of like multi-man match for the title if they do go in that direction. But, uh, you know, I'm glad they're finishing off the feud at all at Fastlane on the kickoff show, no less so. Fingers crossed that um that there's enough people in the building when they have their match because I would hate to see them have this like awesome match and have mm. there be no one there for it to see it. But uh, it, like I said, virtually doesn't really matter who wins here. I'll go with Andrade. I think he needs to win more. Rey Mysterio is great. He can absorb the loss. Both guys need wins right now, but of the two, I'll say Andrade wins. So with the series uh, of matches that they've had, you know, what's the What's the tally? Is it 1-1 one, one, or 2-1? Uh, who, who's winning? Because for them to have this match and maybe another one at WrestleMania, I would assume it, it would have to be 1-1 one, one or somebody trying to, to tie it up, right? Yeah, so I'm not sure how many matches they've had so far. I know they had a match on SmackDown earlier this year that Andrade won, and then they had a rematch Maybe they had one before that. I know they had one late last year, but they definitely had a match earlier this year that Andrade won. They had the two out of three falls that went to a no contest, I think, after like Samoa Joe, of all people, interfered. So if they do go back to it, they could do a three-way with Joe at WrestleMania if they wanted to. But I feel like we've seen a lot of three-ways and four-ways for that championship recently. So I would say no to that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what else you could do with these guys if they're facing off on Sunday. I feel like people might argue, oh, we've seen it all by this point. I don't want to see a rematch at WrestleMania. But they did something similar a few years ago with um, Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. They had like three or four matches before they faced off at WrestleMania. And I thought their WrestleMania match was great. So we could see something similar with Andrade and Ray, especially if they get the championship involved. But I think it's more likely we see them involved in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania, which is, I mean, there's only so many spots to go around at WrestleMania. And I don't know if they see Rey Mysterio and Andrade as a priority if the championship is already on Samoa Joe, which we'll talk about soon enough. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always the chance they have the one-on-one match at WrestleMania with a stipulation. But um, I think it's more likely they end up in the Andrade, Andrade, the Andre the Giant Mm. Memorial Battle Royal. Well, since you mentioned Samoa Joe and, you know, Rey Mysterio and Andrade was involved in that uh, fatal four-way match on SmackDown for the U.S. title, uh, so Joe is now the new U.S. champion defeating um, R-Truth and Rey Mysterio and, and Andrade. So Samoa Joe, new U.S. champion. There's no U.S. Uh, title match on the card for Fastlane. But where do you think, um, one, were you surprised there was a title change to Samoa Joe winning the belt? And three, um, what kind of uh, creative you think they would do for him going forward leading up to WrestleMania? Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought the uh, moment itself I thought was great. It was a very good match. 
<laughs> excuse me, it took two years for Samoa Joe to finally win the United States Championship or a championship at all. Right. But better late than never. Uh, very happy to see it. I thought it was a very cool moment, very well deserving. He should have been the one to beat AJ for the belt late last year, but nonetheless, um, like I said, better late than never. Going forward, I think what's greatest about Joe becoming champion at this point in time is that this essentially solidifies his spot at WrestleMania. Because I'd find it hard to believe that they would kick him to the the pre-show. They would they would relegate him to the kickoff show at this point. Or I mean, not even to the the kickoff show, which you could still end up on if it's like a multi-man championship match. Like Kalisto was United States champion a few years ago. If he's fucking Ryback on the kickoff show, so just because you're a champion doesn't mean you'll end up on the main card. That being said, though, when it comes to uh, Samoa Joe, at least he's on the card at all. Because last year he was hurt. The year before that, he wasn't even at WrestleMania. I have honestly, even to this day, I have no idea why he did not compete at WrestleMania 33. Didn't even appear on the show, which was very strange. But third time is the charm. He should be at WrestleMania 35. Um, my match, as I proposed on Twitter during SmackDown last night, John Cena. I think he's a perfect opponent for Joe, and it makes sense. It's not random. Because if you think about it, in recent weeks on SmackDown, our truth has been saying, oh, you know, John Cena is my idol. I want to bring back the U.S. Open Challenge because of him, blah, blah, blah. You don't just bring up John Cena for no reason. They're obviously doing that, I think, to set up the return of John Cena in time for Mania. I find it very hard to believe that they would not only mention John Cena so close to WrestleMania and not have him show up, but also not have Cena involved in some sort of like notable match with Mania. Maybe not like main event or like a marquee match, but like a solid mid-card match. And I think like they're not going to throw him in the, in the Andre Battle Royal. Like They just won't do that, nor should they. I think a match with Joe makes the most sense. We've never seen it before. He has history with that championship, and um, I think it could be a really good match. It's something fresh, a lot like AJ and Orton, which I'm also looking forward to at that event if they do indeed add it. So mm-hmm. I think Joe and Cena is the way to go. So you don't want Cena Taker 2 at WrestleMania? God, <laughs> please leave Taker, relegate him to StarCast. I think Taker uh, has a lot less of a chance of competing at Mania than Cena does at this point, at least in my opinion. Um, all right, main card for Fastlane. We have seven matches. Let's start with, uh, all right, Asuka, Mandy Rose, singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think we're both going to have Asuka win, but you never know. But um, I'll take Asuka, this rivalry, whatever, just pretty much uh, brand new to the scene. And then um, they had a live event here in New York in White Plains, and um reports that Oscar was hurt but then uh, the next day on Smackdown on Tuesday she seems fine so everything is all good to go with her so we have Oscar and Mandy Rose Smackdown women's title at a fast lane I'll take Oscar who do you got Graham I got Asuka. I think Mandy Rose winning would be a massive upset they're so close to WrestleMania why would you bother taking the championship off of um Asuka now I would keep the championship on her at least until Wrestlemania if not beyond but um yeah no I think Asuka wins here no if ands or buts about it she's only a filler opponent before Asuka presumably faces Lacey Evans at Wrestlemania okay um Revival against Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode triple threat tag match for the Raw tag team titles Black and Ricochet undefeated so far, coming up to Raw and SmackDown, beating every tag team known to man. Um, Revival defending tag team champions. Which way do you have this going, Graham? I have the Revival retaining. I think they're including Root and Gable for a reason. Otherwise, I think it would be Black and Ricochet straight up going for the gold, but they have Root and Gable in there to take the fall. And the Revival have been losing a lot since they became champions. They got to win eventually. I think they went on Sunday by pitting Ruder Gable to retain the titles. Same here. Revival for me and Graham. Next match we have, which we won't go. All right. Women's tag team match. Nia Jackson, Tamina against Bailey and Sasha Banks. The boss and hug connection. Very, very nice. Um, I'm going to go with Bailey and Sasha. Very early for them to lose the belts when they just won it, what, last month or so? So, um, too early for someone else to be tag champions. I'll take Bailey and Sasha. Who you got? 
I got Banks and Bailey. Um, I think taking the titles off of them a lot like with, you know, um, Asuka, so close to WrestleMania would be pretty dumb. There's a lot of potential opponents for them. They just recently showed up in NXT, which was awesome. Um, there's a lot of possibilities there for what they can do going forward as champions. Nia Jax and Tamina do absolutely nothing for me. So then Banks and Bailey going over here is a guarantee. Where do you, um, if they get past Nia and Tamina at Fastlane for WrestleMania, whether it's pre-show or the main car, do you think they do a regular tag match? Is there like a uh, triple threat tag match or some kind of thing where they try to include as many tag teams on that uh, match as, as possible? Because, you know, Bailey and Sasha are the overall women's tag champions. They can fight on Raw, SmackDown, or even NXT. W- what do you think the plans should be or could be for Bailey and Sasha heading into WrestleMania? Like I've said before, my ideal opponents for these two at WrestleMania would be Trish Stratus and Lita. I don't know if that's still on the table or not. They may be just waiting until until after Fastlane to get to that point. Because I remember around Evolution time when they showed up for that pay-per-view and they teamed up and they beat um, Alicia Fox and Mickey James in tag team action. There was a rumor that they might be brought back at some point, not like anytime soon around that time, but rather like around the road to WrestleMania. And we weren't really sure around that point because that was before they announced the women's tag titles. I think it'd be perfect. There really is no other WrestleMania worthy match, in my opinion, that would be as good as Banks and Bailey versus uh, Trish and Lita. And also, I mean, they've teased, you know, Banks and Bailey versus Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai would be pretty cool. I don't know if they would call up the two NXT women for solely that match. I think that'd be a great match for a future takeover. Mm. Um, but if it's not the NXT women and it's not Trish and Lita and maybe not the Bella Twins, which I really don't want to see, but I could see why it would make sense because they're two former names. They're a tag team, whatever. Um, I'd, if you're going to go the Legends route, I'd rather see Trish and Lita, even though you know they won't win. Um, there really isn't any other team from the current roster I want us to go for the belts. Yeah, I guess you could do, oh, throw every women's tag team in there and have them go for the championships. We just saw that at Elimination Chamber, which was better because it was inside the chamber. Right. So you do the same type of match at WrestleMania, to me, it feels like a waste. What, am I and Tamina going to go for it a third time and fail? Like, I hope they don't <laughs> yeah. do that. I'd rather see, I think it's more likely that if they really want to stick with this whole WrestleMania women's battle royal bullshit, which, you know, that's fine and all. It's like they're women of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That's cool. Stick with that. They don't really need to do a women's multi-man or multi-woman tag team title match then. I would stick with Banks and Bailey versus Trish and Lita, the Raw women's title match, the SmackDown women's title match, and then the women's battle royal in the um, on the kickoff show. And uh, a third tag team uh, match for the SmackDown tag titles, the Usos against The Miz and Shane McMahon. I had the Usos because then, you know, The Miz and Shane were going to have some sort of match at WrestleMania, one-on-one match at Mania. Um, Usos just won the belts recently. So I'll take the Usos. Graham, who you got? Yeah, I got the Usos here as well. I think it's only inevitable before either Miz or Shane turns on the other. They are in Cleveland on Sunday. Miz has been, a, honestly, a pretty good babyface in the last couple of months, but I think he's being the over-the-top babyface on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it means more when he goes heel on Sunday uh, or on Tuesday on SmackDown, whatever. But I do think all roads lead to Shane and Miz one-on-one at WrestleMania, meaning the Usos routine on Sunday before likely facing the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Do you think any chance they flip it where, you know, you just mentioned uh, Fastlane being in Cleveland, that's where the Miz is from, but as opposed to doing the, the, the generic, you know, turn heel in your, in your hometown, any chance that Shane McMahon can be the heel going into Mania in that one-on-one match with the Miz? Definitely. I think I think Miz is a more natural heel, but we haven't seen Shane as a full-on heel yet since he came back to the company three years ago. I would love to see. Honestly, if I had to choose, I would turn Shane heel. The only issue with that is that the other McMahons right now, I mean, I don't know about Vince, I guess, but <laughs> excuse me, Trish and uh, not Trish, uh, Triple H and Steph are heels are their baby faces rather they're currently baby faces so you can't do this whole new regime baby face bullshit if one of them's a heel but then again like i said i guess vince is a heel technically now i'm not i i honestly have no clue i hate the whole authority figure bullshit <laughs> but um 
Yeah, so I, I would I would turn Shane heel if only for the reason that we haven't seen him as a heel yet. Miz is fresh as a baby face. They you know they have they need more faces than heels right now on SmackDown at least in my opinion. So yeah, I would I would turn Miz as a full on face. I think he can get over in that role. I know he's been a face before and he failed, but that's because the creative sucked, not because he couldn't pull it off. So that's my opinion. But if they turn Miz heel as predicted as expected, mm-hmm. that's fine too. All right. The other tag match, <laughs> the fourth tag match on the card, a six-man tag with the Shield, uh, who just reunited again on Raw on Monday against Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Hmm. I think I'm, I'm going to go with Baron Corbin, Drew, and Bobby Lashley. Um, I think. We know uh, Rollins is in the main event or in one of the main events at WrestleMania for the belt against Brock Lesnar. But now you put Rowan and Dean Ambrose into, into the fray. Roman coming back. Dean, they're trying, to, they're trying to do, you know, they wanted Dean to do the reunion. He thought about it. Blase, blase. They got beat up on, on Raw um, in that one segment. And Dean came out, came out, came back from the crowd, helped out Seth and Roman. And they formed together again. But... I think, you know, if, if, you know, me and you would possibly think this is just a kind of one week kind of reunion and then Dean Ambrose would do a, a, an official, not official, but a heel turn, turning on the shield to set up a possible Ambrose and Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania. That's the way I'm thinking. Which way, which way are you thinking, Graham? Uh, the shield or Corbin, Drew and Lashley? No, I totally agree. I think the heels are going over on Sunday and that the Shield reunion will be for one night only. Because they're really playing it up. Oh, it's the last ride. Ambrose is leaving. Like, they're obviously going to incorporate that into the storyline. Because let's say the Shield reunites Mm -hmm. until Ambrose likely leaves. I mean, it could always stick around, but... At this point, I feel like if, it, if he sticks around, for what? Like, the guy's already done it all. And I know it sucks that he's leaving for a lot of people. I like Dean Ambrose, but he's already done it all. They obviously don't see him as a main event star. So why not just leave? Like, at this point, just do as you promised and just walk out and go elsewhere. If, if not, just stay home like a CM Punk. But anyway, um, for this match, I would have Ambrose go heel again, have the Shield reunion be like a, a one-night thing, have him turn on them because... It, the whole rushed Shield reunion, I'm not a fan of. It's cool to see the Shield back, but they were just feuding a few months ago, and the sole reason why they're reuniting is because Ambrose is leaving. Like Ambrose should be saying to himself, "Well, I got overshadowed the last time by Seth Rollins. I'm getting overshadowed now by Roman Reigns." He turns on Roman, and we get Roman and Ambrose at WrestleMania. Because if we don't get that match, who else do you have face Roman at WrestleMania? The current rumors that it's going to be Baron Corbin, which is atrocious. Wow. Roman and Baron Corbin sounds like a fucking toilet break at WrestleMania. So I'd rather see Ambrose and Reigns personally. And then, um, yeah, from there, you can do whatever you want with the heels. But I think the heels go over on Sunday and we see Reigns and Ambrose um, face off at WrestleMania when Rollins kind of focuses on his own thing. Now, even, you know, if everybody was paying attention on Raw on Monday, the fact that they they, they mentioned out loud um, that Dean Ambrose was, was not going to resign his contract while this whole Shield thing was going on. They mentioned, uh, you know, maybe leaving for greener pastures and... Corey said, you know, greener pastures, this is a WWE, you know, where else would you rather be? Paraphrasing him. So them saying that on the air, it makes it seem like Dean Ambrose and like this whole thing could be a work that Dean Ambrose, you know, the storyline could be could be like he's thinking about leaving, possibly leaving, but now he's not because Roman's back in the fray and um me personally, Grant, I I, I don't think he's leaving. Uh but you never know. He could, but I, I don't think he will um, because Roman is back and maybe they could kind of change some things up because what he was doing before, even with the whole Rollins rivalry, it just didn't go right. It didn't, it didn't fit right. The creative was, you know, not very great when it came to, to, to that whole fiasco with him and Seth um, going forward. But I think Dean will, st- I think Dean's going to stay and seeing him and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania should be a fun match. Um, interesting to see how they get there. I know that I know they'll start at, I think they'll start at fast lane to kind of make that heel turn official and go from there. But uh, I think the shield will lose on Sunday. Dean Ambrose with the heel turn official officially turning on the shield. 
getting Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but I think he stays after that. We'll see. My prediction is that he leaves, but I could very well see him. Um, I can very well see him sticking around after what we've seen in the last couple of days, if you know, if not the last week or so. I don't know. Again, I don't know what you do with him beyond the Roman Reigns feed. That's the issue. I, I think Ambrose as a heel is great, but they've clearly shown from the past four or five months they have no plans for the guy. So unless they're going to make him the main event star that he was primed to be, then I, I don't really know what else you do with him. Like, is he going to lose to Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns again? Will they move him to SmackDown just to lose to AJ Styles again? So that's really what my uh, well, my two cents on that is. But I, I could see him sticking around. We'll see. Well, maybe sometime down the road, I don't know how long they'll hold it off, but I know you mentioned, I think last week or two weeks ago, that the possible three-way shield match for the title, Seth, Roman, and Dean Ambrose, I don't know if you hold that off to WrestleMania 36 or do you do it at SummerSlam? So maybe that could be the thing where Seth had his rivalry with Dean. Dean had his rivalry with Roman. Roman had his with Seth. And now you come together and boom, you have your three-way for the title, for the for the universal title at some point. Do you think, A, that could happen? B, as soon as SummerSlam? Or do you really think they can draw this out to WrestleMania 36? I think that'd be a great... No, maybe not till WrestleMania 36. I don't think they would do that as a WrestleMania match. I mean, I think people are just kind of sick for the most part of the Shield guys interacting because we've seen every incarnation of their feud. So that would be assuming that they stay on the same show. And I think there's a very good chance, a very good chance, that... We see Roman go to SmackDown after WrestleMania, and that is sound weird. That that sounded weird in the past, but since they're going to Fox, they might want to make SmackDown a bigger deal before then. And moving moving Roman to SmackDown and AJ Styles to Raw is my pick. I think that might be what they are setting up for. So we'll see. And in that case, I don't know if a Shield Triple Threat is feasible. But at the same time, they're doing Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky at Mania. There's two SmackDown girls and one Raw girl, so. We'll see, but um, yeah, no, there, there, there's a. De- I, I think it's a very WrestleMania-worthy match. The issue is that I don't know if they can drag it out that long. I could see that match being done at like the pay-per-view after WrestleMania. That'd be pretty cool, or Money in the Bank in May, mm-hmm. which I'll be there for. So I kind of wanted to see it in person, or they could save it for SummerSlam. I'm not sure, but again, that's assuming they're on the same brand coming out of WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. Uh, was supposed to be Kofi, but he got bounced out. Kevin Owens took his spot. Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan for the title. The feud, you know, I guess it just started last week, so nothing really going on with this uh, program. Um, I think Daniel Bryan will win. I think Daniel Bryan will also get Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania 35. Remains to be seen what Kevin Owens does. Do they do a swerve where Kofi kind of interferes? in this match and do I know I know you're going to have a three way with Charlotte, Becky and, and Ronda but you know you might see Daniel, Kofi and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania uh, I, I don't think it'll be a clean finish if it is then I think Daniel Bryan goes over um, but I think most of the fans will want to see Daniel Bryan and Kofi one on one at WrestleMania not a three way but overall I think Daniel Bryan wins just Trying to see how, you know, if it's a clean finish or not. But uh, who do you have, Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens? And how do you go forward with them two and Kofi uh, heading into WrestleMania? Yeah, I've got Kofi going over. I got, um, not Kofi. I'm sorry. There I got Kofi go. going to WrestleMania, <laughs> but I got Bryan going over on Sunday. I think Kofi goes over WrestleMania at this point. But, um, yeah, th- th- there's a whole question right now of who goes for the championship of WrestleMania. First of all, taking the title off of Bryan so close to WrestleMania, sorry to sound like a broken record, I think it would be a mistake. So you keep the belt on him. You could do a dirty finish of some kind. There's Rowan there. I think there's a good chance we could see Sami Zayn on Sunday, and he cost Kevin Owens the championship. Mm, okay. They're both technically supposed to be Raw guys. Fuck the brand split, I guess, whatever is that is their mentality. Um, but Sami Zayn is reportedly clear to return, clear to compete, locking him up with Owens at WrestleMania in a one-on-one match. I think it would be perfect. We finally get their one-on-one WrestleMania match that I've been waiting years for, so I would do that. And then, um, yeah, so you go with that. I don't know what you do with Mustafa Ali, though, who returned on SmackDown this week. He still has unfinished business with Daniel Bryan and Rowan. 
do you do a multi-man match i'd argue no first of all i wouldn't want to see one anyway second of all they're already doing a multi-woman match in the main event likely with ronda charlotte and becky so i feel like that dilutes things way too much what is this wrestlemania 2000 where every match is like a multi-person match i don't really want to see that so i think kofi and brian is the way to go it's the right story to be told that's what i would do and um yeah so i think Owens loses Sunday thanks to Sami Zayn. That's my big prediction. We get Brian and Kofi at WrestleMania, and Kofi finally goes over because if not, what a waste of time this entire thing has been. But I, I do think we are getting Brian and Kofi one on one at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, when you break it down like that, seeing a KO Sami Zayn match at Mania with Sami, um, you know, coming back to SmackDown and costing Kevin Owens the title, the the title, keeping Kevin Owens as that good guy baby face role which he's been in since he got back um has it been weird seeing kevin owens in that in this new new role uh we've always seen him as a as a heel since he got there nxt and on the main card on the main brand um has it been a little too awkward or kind of you know you're still getting used to kevin owens being a good guy now a little bit. I mean, he's been a heel for so long, and he's such a natural heel. He's a great bad guy that it's weird to see him in this role. But I think so far he's done well with it. I do think it was overdue because he needed to change a character upon his return. People were cheering him anyway. Why not give it a shot? Like with The Miz the first time, five or six, seven, eight years ago, when he first turned babyface, people kind of crapped all over it. But he had done everything as a heel, so why not give it a shot? You won't know unless you try. So I'm glad they're going this route. He's uh, been a fun foil for Daniel Bryan so far. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it is weird seeing him as a babyface and not trying to go for heat. But he is getting over because he already is over. People already like him. And um, I think he can kind of – he can work as like a, as a hardworking babyface for the people. Like not Stone Cold Steve Austin like Becky Lynch kind of is, but like a man of the people, people a guy that people can relate to and see themselves in. So um, that that's I feel like that's what they were going for based off the vignettes they aired for him before he came back. So Owens is a babyface so far. I'm sold on it, and we'll see if it'll stick coming out of WrestleMania. And uh, I think the main event will be Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair singles match. If Becky Lynch wins, she will be added to the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania. If she loses, then it'll be Ronda and Charlotte Flair one-on-one. So a lot of direction to to, to bring this up. Um, I know many fans just wanted Ronda and Becky one-on-one. Most fans don't want Charlotte nowhere near this match even though they are going to get her in this match regardless. Um, before I ask you who wins or whatever, I, I, I we all know Becky's going to win because that's, that's just the way it's going to be. But are you kind of at home confused? Like, man, like if you wanted a three-way, you could have you gotten here a little bit differently where uh, Ronda's a champion, Becky wins the Rumble. You think it's going to be Becky, Ronda, one-on-one. Then this whole thing about an injury and getting cleared by the doctor, and if you don't, you're gonna lose your spot. And then, then you know, she attacks Stephanie and Hunter. Then she has to apologize to get her spot back. She does. They accept it. McMahon says no. You're suspended for 60 days, and then replaces her with Charlotte. Now you have Charlotte and Rhonda, and then now. The, the suspension has been lifted out of nowhere uh, for, for some reason. And now she had to sign some kind of agreement that if she gets hurt at Fastlane, uh, then you know she can't compete. But then before that, Ronda vacates the belt, or quote-unquote vacates the belt because she wanted Becky to be included. Um, she leaves the belt on Raw last week. Uh, Stephanie then says... If that's the case, I'll have Charlotte and, and, and Becky go one-on-one. The the winner becomes champion. And then Ronda comes out. She says, don't, I wanted you to include Becky. Don't exclude me. And then Stephanie gives Ronda, Ronda the belt back. She's champion again. And now Charlotte and Becky are going to fight. And if Becky wins, she's included. I know we're going to get there, Graham, but are you at home, like, fucking confused? Like, holy shit, you could have did this a whole lot quicker and sooner. Randy, my brain hurts just <laughs> hearing you explain that story. Holy shit. They complicated the hell out of this entire angle that exactly. could have been so simple. 
Becky Lynch wins the Rumble, and she faces Ronda Rousey. What's so fucking difficult about that? Like, whatever happened, the simple storylines, this whole suspension, injury, arrest bullshit has made things way more complicated than they need to be. And speaking of the Rumble, what the hell happened to that? Why is Becky having to face Charlotte to earn her spot back in the match, which Charlotte is apparently going to be a part of anyway? Shouldn't it be the other way around? Like, Becky earned the opportunity to main event WrestleMania by winning the Rumble. Like, have we completely forgotten about that? But I tell you this, Greg, I tell you this. The reason why I think the only, the only reason why they kind of made Becky fight and scrap for that, it bec- it's because she wasn't really a part of the Rumble. She took somebody's spot. So I, I, I'm playing advocate here. That's probably the only reason why they're saying, well, Becky wasn't really in the Rumble to begin with, but now she somebody got hurt, or I think it was Lana, and Jay, she took her spot, and then bing, bang, boom, and she was the Rumble. So she wasn't really technically in it. I know she won it, but now that's why they're kind of messing with her with that. Now, that's good rationale, Randy. More rationale than they, the company themselves have provided. <laughs> and I would agree with that if they didn't say from the get-go, because she announced that she was facing Ronda coming out of the Rumble. Right. So she came out of the Rumble the next night and said, I'm facing Ronda. But they said, no, you weren't technically a part of it, so we're not giving you the title match. That would have been fine, but they didn't do that. They gave her the title match, and then they took it away. And why is Stephanie being able to unsuspend her when it was Vince who suspended her in the first place? Exactly. Assuming that Vince and Shane, uh, Vince and all the others apparently have equal power, then why didn't Stephanie say two weeks ago that you're not suspended? Why do they allow her to put Charlotte in the match in the first place? The whole thing is so fucking complicated and convoluted. It's ridiculous. So the match should be good. Obviously, Becky's winning. It's going to be a three-way at WrestleMania. I don't know why Charlotte's a part of this match. Again, I would have been fine with... I wanted a one-on-one match. We've talked about this for weeks. But I would have been fine if Charlotte beat Becky to earn her spot in the match. Because Charlotte, lest we forget, has not won a match on pay-per-view by pinfall since SummerSlam. People can go back and check that out. She's not won a match on pay-per-view by pinfall or submission since SummerSlam in August. She's going to lose again on Sunday, and she's probably losing at WrestleMania. So why is she even in the match if she's such a loser? That's my logic, too. My lack of logic for this for this match my my big um you know gripe with this match being being booked for the pay-per-view so yeah becky's going over but yeah this whole feud you asked me a few weeks ago am i still with it am i still on board i was Mm -hmm. not anymore i mean i'm looking forward to it but at this point i cannot defend their over-the-top mind-boggling booking yeah you know at the point you mentioned you know the point that we both mentioned with the fact that stephanie you know, lifted the suspension out of nowhere. It's not like she said, "Oh, Becky did this and Becky did that" to kind of, you know, get her get her opportunity back. And I mentioned last week how Vince was coming on Raw and SmackDown and and overturning everything. He overturned um, the 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 initial apology and put in put in Charlotte. He overturned Kofi and put in Ke- uh, Kevin Owens. Now Stephanie is overturning Vince. Uh, now saying Becky is no longer suspended, but she has to, to sign this agreement. It's just, you know, just a just a just a mass confusion. I know we're, we're all gonna buy into it. We're all gonna say, yeah. At the end of the day, it's gonna be Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda at WrestleMania um, in the main event. Cool, but it's like how you got there was like holy shit. Like you as a fan at home, like why 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 couldn't this be so simpler and, and easier? Maybe they wanted to can swerve the fans every week to see, you know, what would stick or what would work or what's gonna turn their heads. And bottom line is, you, you you're gonna walk into fast lane in that Becky uh, Charlotte match. Um, I don't I don't see Ronda coming in and making somebody win. I think I think it'll be a clean finish. Um, and then we, and speaking of Ronda, we we're on Raw, and Becky, I think either signed the agreement or is about to sign the agreement. Ronda comes out, she says, um, "I didn't want you to to take me out but to put Becky. I want you to put Becky in and, and not take me out." So is she the champion? And she cuts. I thought it was a pretty, really, really good promo. A lot of people were giving her flack for it on social media because she kind of was saying it too quick and too fast and didn't really you know it's it, to them it made it sound like she was whining and complaining but to me I, I i was a fan of the promo um 
you know, it, it, it came off as a real heelish kind of promo. And what she said, like, you know, screw the woo, damn the man. I've been doing this. You booed me at, at, a, at Survivor Series at, at Staples in my hometown. I, I've had enough of this. I'm not pretending. I thought it was a really well done promo that she kicks the shit out of Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And uh, Rogue, Raw goes off the air. We saw after that, she's still attacking Becky Lynch. I thought that was a real nice touch to kind of you know, turning her heel, but I'm like, all right, so now you have, I'm not saying she's full heel, but I find it very interesting that now Becky is the, 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 the face going into the match. Charlotte is the heel. And now if, do you think Ronda goes in there as a tweener, as, as a face, as a heel? How do you, it was supposed to be Ronda as, as a face, Charlotte, the heel and Becky, the tweener. And they just kind of switch all that up. Um, has that part confused you for uh, for any any uh, any reason? The Ronda Rousey heel turn I'm a fan of. I think that's the best role that she could be in. And there is some storytelling. There's some background. There's some history there with Ronda getting booed anyway. Mm-hmm. But it also begs the question, why the fuck is Charlotte even in the match then? If you want to have Becky get cheered, like now she's the ultimate underdog. She's the sole baby face in this match. That's great. But like then why do you need two heels? Like, I just don't think it's necessary. I, the only answer that I can come up with is that Charlotte is there to take the fall, which further solidifies her as a loser considering that she hasn't won a big match in months. And again, I thought the heel turn was well done. Ronda still comes across as scripted more often than not. But she was getting booed anyway. They weren't going to cheer her over Becky Lynch. I'm glad they didn't keep her as a babyface thinking that, oh, you know, maybe we can, um, you know, share the fanfare between Becky and... Uh, Ronda Rousey and we can still get Ronda over they clearly weren't going to do that so they turned her heel I thought it was a well done attack and it's only going to be temporary if only because she might be leaving after Wrestlemania I don't think it's going to be permanent but she's definitely taking time off after Mania mm-hmm. uh, based off the fact that she's not being advertised anything past that pay-per-view but I thought the overall angle was well done I just don't really know what purpose Charlotte serves in this match now if Ronda's a full-fledged heel yeah um like you, I, I, I'm a fan of the heel turn. I think it was something that I told you and Mark plenty times before. Like, this is the Ronda Rousey you wanted to see on TV with those promos, with the with the fire and this and that, and not the smiling. And, you know, like she said, no more, she said, no more, no more Mrs. Nice B word, or I, I guess that's what she said, but that that's why she was portraying just happy go lucky, happy to be here. I'm a big fan, giving out this and smiling and blase blase, and the fans still cheer and then they, then they boo and it's like why can't we have like some realism to her and her character like she she's a badass she'll she'll kick your ass why not portray it on tv keep charlotte you know she, like ronda could have been a a badass but you know as a, a, a as as a face and now you wait a, almost a year to kind of make her t- uh, turn heel and she she might still be a tweener at this point depending on how what other things they do going forward in Mania because Mania is I would say less than a month from now or just just about a month from now so we're we're right there and to kind of clean up her character going into that okay cool but you just kind of flip the switch on the the Becky thing and the man and I, I'm going to ask you do you think the whole man thing is kind of like what's the word like like kind of dying out or kind of like all right now you're probably doing too much with becky and because i'm the fan who's on twitter is saying that ronda cut a dope promo and people are saying that well like she was whining complaining and blah, blah 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 but i'm like hold up let's let's take a step back and do you think are you saying it because you're not a fan of Ronda Rousey, or do you are you are you saying because Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch can cut a better promo than than Ronda? Like Becky hasn't really been cutting dope promos in the in the past in the last couple of weeks or month. Same with Charlotte Flair, it's, it's been the same generic, you know, this and that, but nothing really like what Ronda did on Monday. Yeah, I mean, Becky Lynch has been doing well in her role since she won the Rumble, but at the same time, and I agree. I mean, I don't think there's any denying that Becky Lynch feels less, not less over, but less hot than she was even a couple months ago in terms of popularity and just the role that she's been on. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Ronda 
people shouldn't be pooping on Ronda. I mean, there are criticisms of Ronda and her mic skills and stuff, but I thought she did well with what she was given on Monday, mm-hmm. and she could really flourish as a heel. So if people are going to argue, oh, you know, you know, Becky's or whatever, people are going to argue about Ronda and how she's not doing her part, or whatever. The same can be said about Becky because she's not really lighting the world on fire with her recent appearances on TV. Um, all three women, I think, are putting forth an equal amount of effort and making the most of what they're given. It's really creative fucking them over. It's not Becky's fault. It's largely not Ronda's fault either. But, um, yeah, I mean, if people are going to say, oh, Ronda, give her shit for whatever, then people got to give shit to Becky too because she really, in the last couple weeks, the whole man thing has felt a little forced. I'm not turning on the character at all. Yeah. But it has felt slightly forced. Yeah, because my thing is, is you know, you know, not showing my age, but, like, you know, when Stone Cold was trying to get the belt for uh, at WrestleMania 14 and that whole thing, you know, win the Rumble against Shawn Michaels, against DX and you're just kind of climbing, 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 climbing. You're, 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 you're red hot. And when you win the belt, it's pandemonium. My thing is everybody wants Becky to win the belt. That's cool. I respect that. My thing is by the time you get to WrestleMania with the man and this and that, is it going to be like that climactic kind of oh, like, like, yeah, we did it. Becky's finally, you know, again, I mean, you know, Raw Women's Champion. Um, or when you get there, it's like, oh, yeah, by the time we get there, are we going to be like kind of tired of it or still 100% like, man, this is this is really dope and this is what Becky's been striving for for this whole time. Like, are people going to be like, I'm good with, ah, you know, how it ended or do you think like it just kind of ran its course a bit? I think people will still be up for Becky winning the belt at WrestleMania. I mean, fans are so fickle, to quote Daniel Bryan, that I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if people turned on her completely by then. I don't think so. It's only a few weeks away. Um, I'll still be in favor of Becky winning at WrestleMania. It's the right story to be told come uh, WrestleMania. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if she has her detractors. She's always had her detractors. People have been saying for months, like, oh, she's not all that, blah, blah, blah. She's not that good. She's overrated. Whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think she'll be booed at all come WrestleMania, but I'm sure she will get more detractors come Mania. Because when you're in that spot, I don't care who the hell you are, you're always going to have those that, that minority, if not the majority, that boos you or doesn't like you because you f- they feel you're overrated. Everybody has that, for the most part, uh, when they get to that level of success. I think Becky will have more of that come WrestleMania, mm. but not to the point where it's like Roman Reigns level heat where people are booing her out of the building. She'll still be very popular. Um, at Mania and shortly after Mania as well. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And I'm sure all signs still point that this match will be the main event of WrestleMania 35, right? I would say so. I don't know what else, Matt, what other match you do at, in the main event of WrestleMania. Brian and Kofi is not WrestleMania main event worthy. Triple H and Batista is not main event worthy. Mm-hmm. The only other match would be Rollins and Brock, and that's kind of been on ice for weeks. So, yeah, yeah I would say like, this is the main event. Um. Yeah, you know, Triple H cut a nice promo on on Monday about Batista, and you know, Batista did the whole Instagram thing, and you know, I didn't want to go to Philly and the regular generic stuff. I, I hate Pittsburgh, and you know, I mean, I think going forward with that rivalry, um, you know, I think they're, they're supposed they're supposed to do a some kind of face to face on Monday or some shit like that. So let's see how that goes. But I thought that was very interesting. Um, so like right now officially we only have like I know they have Ronda and Charlotte but that's not that's gonna change officially two matches for Wrestlemania at this at, as of March 6th Brock Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy against the 205 live tournament winners so knowing them they probably have 10, 11, 12, 13 matches they got a long ways to go but right now we have two official matches for Wrestlemania I think we're gonna have Brock Seth Ronda Charlotte Becky that's two you're gonna have I, uh, I assume Roman Dean Ambrose that's three uh, what am I missing probably Randy Orton AJ Styles Daniel Bryan <laughs> against Samoa Joe and John Cena is another one I would assume will be added uh, so Hardy you- Boys and uh, Hardy Boys, the Usos, you could do uh, Finn Balor, maybe even Bobby Lashley, if not a multi-man for that, for that title. Asuka and Lacey Evans, like I said, I think is bound to be added as well. Triple H Batista. So, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of matches. I There's a lot of matches that aren't confirmed yet, mm-hmm. but are bound to be um, added and confirmed within the next couple of weeks, I would say. So right now, 
we have on our fake card, <laughs> our unofficial <laughs> card, <laughs> Joe, Cena, Brock, Seth, Roman, Ambrose, uh, Ronda, Becky, Charlotte, uh, Oscar, Lacey Evans, Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, AJ, Daniel Bryan, Kofi. That's eight matches. I'm assuming you're gonna have a maybe intercontinental match, uh, tag Two battle royals too. Battle royals. So that's nine. So you got nine nine matches on our unofficial card going to WrestleMania. Like I said, Owens and Zayn's another one. So yeah, they have they have a. I, I, I think likely like years past, it's gonna be like a 13 match card at the least. Then you said a, a SmackDown tag, or maybe Miz and Shane, right? Miz and Shane, yep, forgot about that one. That's another like one. Ten. You're at ten without ten without any of the Intercontinental and any of the tag team titles. Though the 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 Raw, the SmackDown of the men's side and then the women's side, the the women's tag title. So you you and plus yeah, you're missing all those title matches and we we're, we're at ten already. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. A long night for WrestleMania, huh? Always has been and always will be. It looks like if anything, they're only just going to have more matches and more hours be added to WrestleMania in years to come. But before WrestleMania, they have NXT TakeOver. Um, news came down that Tommaso Ciampa is going to be out for quite some time with, with an injury, likely vacating the NXT title. Um, no timetable when he's going to come back, but... Um, how much of a blow is that for both NXT and the main roster for Ciampa not being part of NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania? Huge blow. I mean, the guy was riding a wave of momentum. He was the NXT champion. I think he was slated to defend against Johnny Gargano in the main event of TakeOver in New York, the culmination of like a two-year story, and now they can't do that. So he's going to be out for a while. It's not just a minor injury like Aleister Black had late last year. He might be out until like later on in 2019 if not 2020 like it could be it's a neck injury that's pretty serious jason jordan had a neck injury and never came back so this could be a long time if not for for good i would hope it's not for good but it could not have come at a worse time considering that um you know he was about to main event take over and likely be at wrestlemania too having been called up a few weeks ago so the timing could not have been more terrible um anything else i'm missing um from Raw, SmackDown in general, uh, I know that the, the, the Chompa thing came down. Also, oh yeah, um, Hall of Fame stuff. I know. We, I was gonna say. Yeah, yep. I knew I forgot something. All right, so we got DX, Honky Tonk Man, which I could have sworn was in a long time ago. Um, and now Tory Wilson. Uh, yeah, Tory Wilson in the Hall of Fame. DX, Honky Tonk, Tory Wilson Hall of Fame for 2019. I mean. Interesting class. I thought Honky Tonk was was in there a, a while ago. Tory Wilson, little shocking because I'm trying to you know without googling it, I'm like, okay, w- w- what does she do? W- what does she win? Um, but it is what it is. Um, how shocked were you about Tory Wilson getting in, and what do you make of the class so far? Yeah, it's definitely shocking. I'm not a fan. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, especially with the women. There's so many women. I mean, there's, there's a lot of women they can induct, and then uh, not a lot of women they can induct. They already have China going in. They need a standalone woman getting inducted, not in addition to China. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I mean, there's just, I would induct Miss Elizabeth. I don't know really why mm-hmm. she's not in. Luna Vachon's another one. Um, even Molly Holly, I would induct before fucking Tori Wilson. Victoria's another one. They inducted Beth Phoenix a few years ago, which I thought was good. I thought it was a little soon, but, you know, whatever. I thought she deserved it. Um, just, I don't know, with Tori Wilson? Yeah, she wrestled in a million bras and panties matches on <laughs> SmackDown and, and, and married Dawn Marie's father. Ooh, like, how iconic. Like, I know she's a notable name, but really, like... Did she she really accomplish anything? She's not even really that big of a name outside of wrestling. So outside of her looks, I really don't know why she'd be inducted. I really don't. I really don't. It would be one thing if she like like DDP, if she helped people outside of wrestling, like saving lives or something. I don't really know what she's been up to since she left wrestling a decade ago. So this was a real head scratcher. There's a lot more women that can be inducted ahead of her. So I thought that was kind of a dumb move. The class overall seems a little weird. I know Brutus the Barber Beefcake was rumored at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might be added as of like next week. A fine choice. I don't really care that much, whatever. But yeah, the Hall of Fame this year shaping up to be uh, 
definitely a strange one on paper. Yeah, I'm looking at like what title she won or whatever. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, she didn't win shit. <laughs> which is which is fine. I mean, Jake the Snake Roberts didn't win anything either. Yeah, but, but come on, like, that's Jake though. That's Jake. It's different. Yeah, exactly. Like she's no Jake the Snake Roberts, and there were women's championships back in the day. She didn't win a single fucking one. She didn't win anything. What it's, it would be like? Okay, she didn't win anything, but she was like the poster child for like the Divas Division, maybe. Which I guess she was on a couple fucking Great American Bash posters, wearing like you know a bikini. But about uh, aside from that, that's about it. She hasn't done shit. So yeah, I thought that was a real head scratcher of an induction. Yeah, you know, I heard rumors of like the Heart Foundation going in, and you know, maybe some other females going in. Like China should have been. In on, on her own, you mentioned Molly Holly and some other people. Like it just, I don't know, man. I, even me, I, I was watching in that in that era. I could have told you, yeah, Tori Wilson. She was in this in this match and had rivalry, and I can't I can't give you shit. <laughs> I can't I can't do it because there's, you know, mm-hmm. with all due respect, there's nothing to really say. Oh, you're a Hall of Famer. I mean, to, to be in the Hall of, I know that people, you know, first of all, people, you know, fans could say. The Hall of Fame don't mean shit. It's, it's, there's no real building. There's no this. It's just a, a plaque and a ring. And it doesn't really mean nothing. But I'm saying, like, you talk about the best of the best and going in that prestigious Hall of Fame kind of a, a realm of, of wrestling. I mean, Tori Wilson in it? Uh, I don't I don't know. Cause this, uh, there's a whole lot of other people who deserve to be in it that's not like the Owen Hards and Miss Elizabeth and Demolition and we can go on and on and on of people who's not in it but they're not because of you know grudges and pettiness and this and that so I mean congrats to her congrats to DX and the Honky Tonk man you know Honky Tonk I thought wasn't in a long time ago again a guy who was the longest reigning intercontinental champion aside from that Graham I mean yeah character you know, if you're from that from that era, you oh yeah, I know hockey talk, man. But you talk about some greatest rivalries or matches or something that hockey talk was in. It's kind of hard to really pinpoint that. I know he was he was a part of that mega power story when it first started. Uh, being here with the Heart Foundation, okay, cool. But it's like I mean, I would put hockey talk before Tory Wilson because he was he at least he won a belt and was the longest longest reigning IC champ. Aside from that. What else you got on 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 Honky Tonk Man? Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Longest reigning IC champion of all time. Okay, I mean he deserves to go in. I think he deserves <laughs> to go in for that alone. Beyond that, really, what else has he uh, done aside from being like same thing with Beefcake? Oh, a colorful character from the eighties. That that's about it. That that's about it. There really isn't much else. He dropped the belt and was never like seen again after that. So I don't know. Yeah, you know I was never a big fan of Beefcake. Um. I'm looking at Honky Tonk right now. Rhythm and Blues, yeah. He left for WCW in 91. Um, then he came back for like four years. He was in the 98 and 2001 Royal Rumbles. Ooh, so, yeah. I, his main stint was 86 to um 88 89 I, 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 you know aside from that and then people know people people know honky talk man for him being him losing to the warrior in like 10 seconds at SummerSlam 88 aside from that i don't know it's about it i draw a blank personally but you know maybe they, they just paying homage to certain people who are legendary characters who probably still work behind the scenes i don't know but you know all, all due respect you know, congrats to Honky Tonk Man, Tori Wilson, for the Hall of Fame. I know they're probably going to have a few more left. We'll see who else gets in. Um, again, uh, Fastlane is uh, this Sunday. Then we on the road to WrestleMania and, and uh, NXT TakeOver. I know you told me before, you you will be at WrestleMania and NXT, right? Yeah, I'll be at all the shows that weekend. Nice. I will be at uh, NXT on Friday. I'll be at the Ring of Honor New Japan show on Saturday at MSG. I'll be at WrestleMania on Sunday, and I'll be at Raw on Monday. So it's going to be a loaded weekend for sure. Nice. Uh, you can follow Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Great work for Bleacher Report. Uh, Graham, always appreciate it, my man. Thanks, Randy. Always appreciate your time, and I'll talk to you next week, my man. Likewise, man. Take it easy. All right, adios. All right.